You ready? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bougie. So good. Welcome back to the Amazing Recap Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Morgan. This is season 31, episode 6. Still on episode 6. I feel like we've been watching this show forever, like I said last week. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One episode a week is truly like a season. We really truly used to like bust this out. Right. Oh, yeah. Doing two episodes a week, but I really enjoy our weekly recaps. Uh, yeah. Quick plug for the weekly recap. Yeah. It's a good time. It is a good time. Uh, this week, really great episode. Yeah. We're traveling to Uganda for the first time ever, which is uh, maybe explainable because it's not a great country to be in politically. Yeah, there's some issues. Yeah. So I feel like they maybe shy away from countries like that, but not this time. True. So we're traveling from Dubai, which is not in India. If you listened last week, we found this out. Um, we did learn. We did learn. Uh, mostly I did learn. <laughs> uh, we're traveling from Dubai to Uganda. And Team Fun, the winners of Last Like, are leaving first. What time did they leave? I don't even think it matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It was 2.25 a.m. I do want to point out that they did um, one of the fun facts about Uganda. It's called the Pearl of Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really great. Really good. So. Teams start with $180 for this leg of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they don't talk about unless they're going to, like, bring it up later. Yeah, and I think they kind of did at one of the roadblocks, but it wasn't, like, it an issue. It wasn't a problem. Yeah, no. it wasn't an issue It was just, like, came into like, be useful. Yeah. Yeah. So, team found leaves first, but, like, it's been this entire season, we're on the same flight. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, and from the airport, teams will take a taxi to Kampala, this little town, and start their race there and we get this little snippet of um rachel and Alyssa talking with janelle and Brittany, very excited that rachel and Alyssa are still in the race because last week was their non-elimination and they decided to make this like little two-team squad called the mom squad because they're all moms i kind of love which that. i think is really fun because they're also two big brother teams minus Alyssa. yeah and they're all mothers mm-hmm. which i think is fun I like them. I like those two teams a lot. I do like all-girl teams. They don't, like, oh, me historically, too. they don't do super well. They don't do well. Um, and that's just true of pretty much all CBS reality shows. Like, the yeah. idea of, like, a female alliance doing well is, like, not super common. It's happened a couple of times on Survivor, where the all-female, like, alliances have, like, really dominated. But it doesn't really work out on Big Brother, and it doesn't really work out for the teams in The Amazing Race. Yeah. I think it's just, it's hard to avoid physically demanding challenges that men are just stereotypically and tend to be better at. Right. And I think the reason that in Survivor it works so well is because Survivor, because everyone is so malnourished, there (laughs) isn't a lot of, like, straight up just, like, strength challenges. Right. Like, there's focus, there's balance, and there's, like, personal strength, like, when it comes to, like, individual immunity, kind of, sometimes. But, like, actual, like, brute strength doesn't come into play on Survivor as Mm -hmm. much as it does in the other game shows. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Well, we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> right. Are they setting them up for failure or success? We yes. will find out. Um, and then something I just wanted to point out at the top of the episode um, that I think people should be on the lookout for is Rachel and Alyssa's ugly shoes. 
I told Morgan during this episode, I was like, I think Rachel and Alyssa are living in the 90s where nothing had to match, and it was totally acceptable. Yeah, totally fine. It's like the 90s, but the bright 80s colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they have their bright green, like, miniskirt, jumpsuit, legging situation, <laughs> and then at the bottom, bright teal running shoes. Yeah, I don't... Why? I don't get it. Rachel, explain. I, maybe, I think, because they get assigned a color. I don't think that's true. Yes, they do. They most certainly do get assigned a color. How do you know that? Um, because last, the season 32 that we watched, mm-hmm. Will and James, they did their, like, uh, recap, like, episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said we were really excited because we got assigned to be purple. Oh. And they like purple. And I think maybe Rachel the green is, like, her thing, so that she probably expected to be green. Yeah. But they do get assigned colors. Hmm. I was wondering that. Like, how come none of the teams, like, ever match up that much? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, they do get assigned. Mm-hmm. That's how Good to know. know. Fun facts. <laughs> Fun facts about the Amazing Race. Yeah. Everything is calculated. Yeah, we're slowly but surely climbing up the CBS ladder. We're soon going to be running this network. We know so much about the show. Yes, yeah. exactly. Soon. Coming soon. They should contact us for ideas. They should, Honestly? I think head-to-heads. Spoilers. There's a plan- head-to-head. We should start planning legs. Terrifying. <laughs> I really don't think I could do that. <laughs> Just call up your contacts in Uganda and say, hey, we're going to have 11 teams running at you this week. Like, is that cool? Speaking of running at you, when they Can get on the Can we talk flight, about this? Oh, my God. So the funny part is that <laughs> when they're, like, released from the airport terminal, they book it to the door. But this door is, like, a, like a automatically opening door. Yeah. And it's not going to open as soon as you get there i fully thought all of these teams were gonna slam into this like sliding glass door victor literally takes his hands and, and just, opens zoop. it yeah like opens the door from the middle oh. and he's like full-on sprinting i thought he was gonna shatter the door <laughs> literally he was going for fun it. fact um i don't know why this made me think i do know why i guess but like it's just strange a random memory i have from elementary school is that this little girl was one time running down the hallway and tripped and fell into a glass pane and <gasps> shattered the entire thing oh with her god. head. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought Victor was going to do with his big ponytail head. Speaking of school, okay, so same vein. So in my school, there's this long hallway that went into like an addition that they added onto the school. And it was like kind of halfway underground sort of. And there were two, like, fire doors, like, sets of fire doors. So it was doors that would be, like, not French doors, but you know what I mean? Like, they opened like that. Yeah. But there was a middle part so that it could lock. The bar. The There's metal a bar, bar that in the you middle. always run into. Literally, I could not tell you the amount of times you'd be walking there and somebody would just full face plant into that. Because they just, like, wouldn't, like, pay attention. Because it'd be big, like, groups of kids. Big metal doors, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> just so, like. Pay attention. That's fully what I thought Victor was going to do, though, was crack that door. <laughs> Just like full face pants. Yeah. Full on. So right after this door situation, there's like like assigned like taxi drivers like there's enough taxi drivers just waiting for them to get there which doesn't happen very often at the airport but i think they probably planned it that way yeah um and just like they were not prepared for these teams running at them full force and just like grabbing them because there was like a little counter that like one like woman was standing at and yeah. they ran full force and they were like taxi taxi and she was just like she, she was just like pointed. go that way go get out of here to like go. the group of taxi drivers yeah, yeah. 
It was very, very chaotic. And on top of all this, it's raining. Oh, yeah. Well, I think part of the, like, really aggressive, like, get out of the gate thing is because they're all on the same flight. Yes. So, it's like, this is the, the only time to, this is the only time to, like, pull ahead. And we've seen in this season that, like, half the teams will get a taxi. The other half will be stuck at the airport. Just waiting. Struggling to get a taxi. Well, especially, I, I worry about this show a lot in the world of, like, Ubers and Lyfts. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think that's more of an American problem than anything else. You know what? You're right. I think so. Which means they just can't do the family season ever again. Good. Good. <laughs> I hate the family season. <laughs> I think the family season, they had a lot of rental cars, is what they did in the oh, family maybe. season. Because they were they driving were, themselves a lot. Yeah. And they stayed in America for far too long. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I hate the family season. <laughs> maybe um, that will be our next season, just because we hate it. No. <laughs> um so their first challenge is to go to a mosque and they get dressed up in traditional ugandan garb maybe it's like more of a religious thing yeah definitely so um, because it's the national mosque so mm-hmm. they have to wear um the men have to wear the long like not their dresses i guess yeah long very like simple white and then the women wear the hijab and um long skirts mm-hmm. and then they cover their shoulders mm-hmm. so very normal yeah so the first challenge is to uh find a tower climb up the tower and count the stairs um on the way up and give the number to the person standing at the top where they can receive their next clue i really like these challenges so do i i think they're very fun they're easy to mess up and they cause a lot of team drama they can like they didn't so much this time but i could see like if a few teams just weren't getting it that they could have just been congested on the staircase getting mad at each other for like messing them up yeah very frustrating and there was a few teams that were like getting mad at their partners for counting out loud (laughs) i think victor when nicole started counting he's like in your head please yeah which i think (laughs) is a very direct and polite way to like say that shut up literally i think i thought that was like really good that's effective communication Mm -hmm. um i liked that i think also there were two teams that tried to like outsmart this challenge or three, yeah. I guess, sort of. Um, so yes. Chris and Brett go straight to the tower because they see other people going to the tower. Yeah, they don't grab a clue. Yeah, so they don't even think about it. And they go. Um, Make and it then, to the top. Yes. And then they're like, oh, I don't have a clue. Right. And then um, Tyler and Corey try yeah. to outsmart it by saying they looked up information Must about the, the mosque. Airport. Yeah, about the mosque and things like that. And they found that the. It actually had 300 and some. 304 stairs. Yeah, but the stairs that they had to count were from, like, one marker to another. So yeah, it wasn't so it wasn't all amount. the stairs. So they were probably correct. Yeah. But they were had too many stairs based on this challenge. Right. And the third team, like, tried to outsmart it, which I don't even know if it really counts, but the third team was the Afghanimals. They tried to yell for the answer to another oh. team. Yeah, and here's the thing. They tried to yell at Tyler and Corey, like, how many stairs are there? And Corey just went, many. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. I was like... Yeah, but also in my head, I was like, I feel like I would have given them a number. Yeah, I think to like... Give them a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, give them their own number. And I don't know, like, what's the best number to give them, though? Would you give them a number that's, like, close to the answer? So, the thing about it, it was, like, 272. 272. So, I was thinking, if I was going to do this strategy, I think I would flub the last number. Like, 270... 
Like, yeah. But I think at the same... Because then it sounds like you're trying to help them, and then you don't. That's what I'm saying, You just though, keep running. Is if you pretend to help them, but give them, like, a couple off, they're not going to second guess it. Right. And I think maybe because it's just, like, you just forget about the number as soon as you're done. I guess if you said, like, 274. That's what I'm saying. And if they if they were going to, like... Double check it. Not double check count. it. They, if they do get 272, but they think that you got it right with 274, they're going to try 274. Right. Because... I mean, unless they like are too smart to take your answer, I think that's. I I think even if Corey told them the right answer, they wouldn't have believed him. Yeah, I think you double check. Well, I think that they are conniving enough to know that they don't trust other teams. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There is like this season, especially. There's not really like alliances that are helping each other. Like the mom squad. There was the Big Brother team, where I think that they are out for each other. They're not out for each other. They're out to help each other, but, like, they're not going to go out of their way. Right. So, like, if the opposite or the opposition, if the the opportunity presents itself to help on the Big Brother team, they would do it. True. But, like, Nicole and Victor are so far ahead of everyone at this point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That Janelle and Brittany and Rachel and Riley are kind of to themselves. Rachel and Riley. Did I say Rachel and Riley? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel and Alyssa. <laughs> um, so, just to wrap up the mosque, um, two, three teams had to do it twice, so it wasn't like people really struggled so chris and brett did it twice tyler and Corey did it twice and rachel and Alyssa did it twice that's rachel, it oh rachel and Alyssa only did it twice because oh there was drama there I was forgot. there was they almost did it three times so the first time they did it they tried 271 which is a frustrating no wait no 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 yeah they did two, 234 and then 271 so yeah so so they was, got it on their third try no they got it second try so what happened is they did two i I watched, we watched the episode, but so 270, <laughs> they did 234 or whatever. Yeah. And then they went back up and they counted and Rachel got 271 and Alyssa got 272. I'm fairly certain you're incorrect. I'm pretty positive. If no, because I remember, I remember that they got 271 their first time and when they did it the third time, Rachel said, I still got 271. And I thought to myself, Rachel, you're an idiot. You just said that and got it wrong. Why are you still thinking 271? I'm correct. I think you are, yeah. Because then she was like, well, maybe we'll do 270. And then Alyssa said, no, we'll do 272. And, uh, Rachel, and then Rachel even wrote, wrote down. 270 on the board. And then Alyssa like, made her second guess it. And she wiped it out and wrote 272. Thank on God. On their third try. You're right. I don't know why I wrote second. Oh, well. Bad. Fake fan. Truly fake fan was not paying close enough attention, apparently. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, so they do the worst. Still not bad. I mean, it's pretty bad, I guess. It's not great. So after this, um, teams must make their way to Owanio Market mm-hmm. to get their next clue. Mm-hmm. At the market, Rachel and Alyssa would receive their clue for their speed bump. Um, Rachel and Alyssa will be traditionally washing laundry uh, and then find a placement on a hanging like rope uh, to hang the laundry in the market to continue racing. Mm-hmm. Not a huge challenge, it didn't seem like, which is what the speed bump is. Right. And then the team member assigned to perform this roadblock would have to shop the market to get ingredients for a Rolex. After getting their ingredients, the team will need to make a Rolex to the satisfaction of the Rolex vendor and get their next clue. 
Rolex, um, not the watch. Not the watch. The food, the Ugandan food item. That is a very, like, delicious looking, like, egg roll up in some bread. It like kind like of like a breakfast burrito. Yeah, breakfast burrito without, like, a lot of, like, spices. So it was, like, vegetables instead of peppers. Yeah. Which I think, are peppers vegetables? Peppers are fruits. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Most things are fruits. <laughs> Good to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are onions fruit? No, those are vegetables. Okay. So not most things. Yeah. <laughs> most things. You just happened to pick one that wasn't. <laughs> are potatoes fruits? Potatoes are vegetables. I thought potatoes were a starch. They're a starchy vegetable. Tubers. Oh. Okay. Are bananas vegetables? Fruits. But bananas don't have seeds. Yes, they do. Where? In the in the fruit. Where? I eat bananas often. Where's the fruit? Where's I mean, the they've seed? been they've been engineered to not produce big seeds anymore. Oh, they used to have why. seeds in them. Yeah, watermelons used to be like this big. So tiny, like yeah. baseball sized. Yeah. So fun fact about bananas: everything you eat has been genetically modified. So sometimes I like fixate on something that like gives me like great anxiety. Uh, like really, do you remember I told you about this? Okay, so this is probably TMI. Um, but one time it was, do you remember that ferry that sunk off the coast of South Korea in like 2014 and there were all those people trapped in it and it was like a really awful tragedy. It was like 200 some people and a lot of them were like high school kids. Yes, yes, yes. That happened when we were in high school. And then like two years ago, for some reason, I like could not stop thinking about it. And I watched like probably like a hundred videos on it, all the news stuff again. That is what happens is i get really anxious and i focus on something like so that so let's bring this to bananas <laughs> so bananas the thing about bananas is that one disease could wipe out basically all of the bananas yeah, that we have every single banana that exists is a clone of itself right which would collapse certain yeah. industries yes and it would ruin the lives of like millions of people that get their livelihood entirely from bananas yes and so that was one of them for a long time it was like you just fixated on yeah i just couldn't stop thinking about it i was like what are we doing to prevent this why are we not like engineering bananas to like make them different there's plenty of other bananas that exist i know industry bananas right it just like stressed me out yeah yeah, i got really worried about it anyway cool you're welcome for that anyway we're at this market making (laughs) making (laughs) breakfast burritos basically (laughs) um Everyone seems to find or figure out that a Rolex is not a watch, like, very easily. Yeah, because there's a vendor right there. There's a bunch of them. That say Rolex on the, like, sign. It was Like, as a food item. Right, but I will say, it wasn't marked, like, yellow and red. There was probably one stand that was. Yeah. Because they were all cooking at the same stand. Right. Well, no, different stands, but they were, there was one that was, like, the example. Mm-hmm. And so I think everybody was like Rolex, like a watch at first. And then they well, looked they around yeah. and they saw it and they were like, oh, no, sad. Yeah, yeah not a watch. Um, yeah. So their goal was to yeah purchase the ingredients, which they didn't really show much of. Must not have been like too challenging. Yeah, which I thought was going to be a big part of this episode. Because they said the money thing earlier. Yeah. And sometimes at these like markets, uh, the players get like scammed. <laughs> like, oh, fully. I I like it when they run out of money and have to like go back and ask negotiate. for their money back. Yeah. Like uh, I think it's big drama. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh yeah. So 
people doing this challenge. We have Victor, Corey, and Colin kind of all start at the same time. They're all vibing together at this challenge. Um, Victor does pretty well at this, and they end up leaving first. Um, and then we have Jamal and Floyd doing this challenge. Who else does this challenge? Uh, who does this challenge? So, challenge- Alyssa does this challenge. Yeah, Alyssa After does. After their speed bump. Corey does this challenge? Yes. And so it's Floyd, Chris, Colin, Janelle, Jamal, Victor, Alyssa, Corey. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that do it. That's what I was trying to do, and you did it much better. <laughs> yeah, well, I do have it the list in front of me. So, so do it's I. a little different. <laughs> um, so the teams go through it. Really, the only thing about this is they didn't really have a lot of drama picking out the ingredients. No. There was a little, like, drama where uh, Victor almost got, like, hurt. Well, because um, Jamal was, like, splashing hot grease at him. I'm Not on purpose, but, like... Yeah, and they, it was funny because they all had this, like, paper tied around one of their arms. A burn guard, like, splash yeah. guard, yeah. It was, like, I was, like, that's smart. Not the arm that was facing Jamal, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... And then, really, the only team that struggled with this, unfortunately, was Janelle and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Janelle was running around this market for, like, it, like three hours. I don't know if it was... Well, at one point, she said, I've been running around here for over an hour. Yeah. And that was not even when she got to the actual correct place. Right. It was crazy. Because she, she was so stuck on the fact that it was a watch. Oh, yeah. She was the only person who, like, couldn't figure out that it wasn't a watch. Yeah. And I said, even, like, in the middle of her running around, I was like, why wouldn't you just go back to the beginning? Just collect yourself. Take a breath. And then look around. Because they were right by the clue. Like, oh, not the Rolex really. stands were right by the clue, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, a little bit off to the side, so at the point, like, she couldn't see the other racers It didn't at require any running around. Yeah, no. No. Stupid. It, but if we know anything about Janelle, it's that she can do anything. True. So. <laughs> Janelle can do anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have teams leaving this challenge. So, Nicole and Victor leave first. Uh, Corey and Tyler leave second, and Colin and Christy leave third. Yes. Yes. So that's our first, our front running teams at the at the challenge or at the at the moment. Um, and they don't really have trouble getting to the detour. No, it's pretty quick. So they travel to like a, a shipyard type situation where they're building big wooden canoes and boats and. Yeah, the vehicles canoes of were, that like, sort. huge. I don't think those were canoes. They were large. It was very cool. Yeah. So they had a little trouble getting the clue. Um, They were, like, really struggling to find it for, like, a... Well, common... it was kind of hidden. Yeah, it was hidden. It was hidden in, like, one of the half-done boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get our detour. We're choosing between salty roll or make the pole. Move the pole. Move the pole. I have bad handwriting. Salty roll. Teams must learn how to salt and roll fish... Caught by a fisherman. Once they have washed, gutted, and salted a barrel of fish, teams will receive their next clue. Move the pole. Teams must transport wooden poles to a storage center where they will need to properly stack it like the locals up to this specific, specified, oh my god, height to get their next clue. Um, Almost all the teams choose move the pole. Yeah, I can't decide which is better. I think move the pole. 
Me too. No one struggled with it. Nobody did. And I don't think anybody struggled with the salty roll. Not that most no. any like very, only two teams did that one. But yeah. um I just think the fish smell. And then yeah. also I think the fish is a probably a little bit more detail oriented. Because Maybe. you have to make sure that you're gutting it correctly and all that kind of stuff. I mean the fish were pretty much already gutted by the time they got there. Yeah, I think so. I think they just had to pull out the like the bone. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how Gross. much of uh, the fish smell do you... How much does that weigh into which challenge you choose, though? I think it does if you're sensitive to smells and also if you don't know when the next time you're going to be able to shower is. But if you think that that's the faster choice. If you think it's... I think they seem very even, though. But if you think it is the faster choice in a different situation. Oh, I think you do it. You always do the faster choice yeah, no matter what. That's what I'm saying. Like... There you go. Miss sensitive. I'm not <laughs> sensitive. I'm saying like other people. I think what probably happened is it seemed to me like there was a rest time between these last two legs mm. because everybody seemed very clean. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody sure. seemed like they had showered and stuff like that. And to me, that says that there was a rest time. And I think that like you only get to shower every few days when you're on the race and I think doing the fish one would probably be Do like... Do not shower every few days now? I know, but I'm not running around all day in the mud and with fish and, you know, not stress wrong. sweating. Not like, wrong I'm at all. Doing that. Um, yeah, so most teams pick the, the stacking wood challenge, which I think at first glance I thought would be harder. I feel like we'd have a watermelon pyramid situation all over again, but it was not that way. No, it was a pretty standard thing, and all of this, like, wood that they were transporting... So, they had to transport the wood onto, like, the back of a bike, mm-hmm. and then technically, they, I think they were supposed to ride it, but it was so muddy. Yeah, there's that, no way that they would have been able to ride that bike. Yeah, no. So, they were just uh, pushing it, and no teams really struggled with that part, except for Colin and Christy, and I think and it was because... they didn't even struggle that bad. Yeah, I mean, they did dump all of them out and have to, like, re-put it on there, but I think it Colin... Yeah... It didn't seem like a big deal because Zen, Colin and Christy are Yeah, Zen. Colin does say if this was season five, Colin, he would have had a breakdown. Very upset. He would have lost it. But not anymore. 15 years later, not anymore. Also, this challenge was light years uh, ahead of the shrimp trap challenge from season 30 or 29. Oh, yeah. Like similar, like same concept. But this one was so much easier. So much easier. Like, it did not seem like they had hardly anywhere to go on the bike. Yeah. Like, they just had to push it, like, maybe a mile, less than a mile. And it was just heavy, I think, was part of it. And I will say, I think Colin and Christy, because the example bike had 40 pieces. Uh And so a lot of teams did that. They did the exact 40. Well, they they didn't know how much they were going to need. Yeah. And then Colin and Christy were like, oh, a couple extra won't hurt. And I think part of that would be, like, the issue is, like, maybe theirs is just too heavy for them to balance. Or they got stuck in the mud. Right. But a lot of it was balance, I think. Yeah. We just didn't see it. We didn't see the details of it. Yeah. Also, they did have to take multiple trips to get, like, enough wood, mm-hmm. which I still don't think made this challenge difficult. No, I think the problem would be if, like, I think the only way this would be difficult is if the wood was not so uniform. Right, but it was it was pretty even. Right, and, like, that's the thing about this challenge is that's why I think it was, like, seemed so easy. And I think maybe they were doing, like, not easy challenges, but easier because there's the a head-to-head head head head. coming up. Yeah, and they don't want any teams to get, like... Stuck. To not be able to finish the challenge. Yeah, and we had a conversation about this. Because well, like, I was just thinking, and I was like, what happens with the head-to-head 
if it's like a situation where a team doesn't complete a challenge and Phil has to go to them type situation. Yeah. I was like, if those two things ever like aligned in the same episode, like how would that work out? And I assume they just eliminate the team that can't complete the first challenge. Yeah, and I think that CBS probably plans far enough in advance so that every that team doesn't can physically make it to the head to head. Yeah, like because you yeah. noticed in this episode there were no like extreme physical. Nope. There was no like extreme detail like in any of that. They didn't travel hardly. Yeah, anywhere. it was pretty straightforward, yeah. and I think they all had the same taxis the whole time. It did seem like it, yeah. So I think that's part of it, is I think they make sure that that doesn't happen on right. a leg where there's a head-to-head. Right, 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 right. Because right. they don't have enough time in an episode to deal with somebody getting lost. Right. And the drama with that. I mean, and Janelle already did get lost. <laughs> yeah, Janelle did struggle with that. Like, to be lot. fair, Phil did say that this this market that Janelle is currently still in... <laughs> yeah. Um, ...was the size of 200 football fields. I hate that. Yeah. Large. Too large. Large and in charge. So many people. Oh, my God. Yeah, so many people. We had a conversation about that, uh, about yeah. how there too many We went to a mall this we week. We went to the mall yesterday for a craft fair, and I was overwhelmed. Too many people. Way too many people. Ugh, not, not great. Not good. Um, we're also saying, though, is I itch so bad to have a cultural experience like this. Like, I want to try that Rolex very badly. Yeah, it looked really good. But... In the midst of all those people, it just made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Too many people. Yeah, I mean, like, pandemic aside. I actually... Usually I don't have this thought during the race. I had it, like, the first couple episodes that we were watching of the old seasons. Mm-hmm. But I had that thought today. I was like, where are their masks? I don't have that thought anymore. I, I don't know why it popped into my head today, but I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it on the Thursday episode. But oh, yeah. I don't really have that thought. Definitely. Um... Yes. So, I'm itching for a cultural experience like that. However, the amount of people physically present there would have given me a panic attack. And I probably would have pulled it Janelle and just been like, I don't know where I am. I I don't even know where Brittany is. Like, I'm just lost. I'm still looking for a watch. And all I could think about while she was running around, I was like, that poor cameraman. That poor cameraman. (laughs) And just racing alongside her. Just this... I wanted to be, like, a fly on the wall in that situation where, like, all these, like, Ugandans just going about their day and randomly this, like, middle-aged, gorgeous white woman comes <laughs> sprinting through their market with the cameraman following her. The most beautiful, white, uh, blonde. Athletic. Athletic ear. Goddess. Fanny pack. I love her. Just, like, comes out of nowhere. Just, <laughs> just, just screaming about a Rolex. Yeah, where's your watches? <laughs> <laughs> She at one point gets to a watch stand. Yes. And it's like, no. This is not right. <laughs> no. And then she eventually, she does find Brittany again and just like does a little bit of a regroup session. And um, she heads off again and Brittany's like, it's all right these stands there. right here all literally say Rolex. I'm, I want to help her so badly. Right. And it was like, at one point she was like, I can't even fault her. I just want to help her. And yeah. it's like, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... The other thing is that once she does finally get it, she, she doesn't even get it that she got it. Like, well, well, she gets to a like food stand and she asks like Rolex, Rolex, and shows them a clue. I think the guy at the stand gives her like a little sample of it, and she's like, "This is literally what it was the whole time. I'm gonna lose it." No, she it wasn't crying. a sample. It was the list the of ingredients. No, she ate something. Oh. 
Weird. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a little piece of the bread or something. Yeah, she's like, this is what it was the whole time. Yeah, and starts crying, just like, out of exhaustion that. and frustration, because it was right in front of her the whole time. I get that stress, though. Um. So while Janelle f- is starting to figure out this roadblock, uh, teams are fully, like, getting to the head-to-head. Yeah. <laughs> so Tyler and Corey do this, the wood stacking challenge, very quickly, and they're the first team out, but not, like, super ahead of Nicole and Victor and Colin and Christine. Or pretty much any team, really. Yeah. Um, so, the head-to-head. Yes, let's get um, into it. The first one we're covering on this podcast. Yeah, because there was one earlier this season that they just cut out. Yeah, for unknown reasons. Which, the one that they had before, it seemed like there was a lot more, like, movement in the teams because of the head-to-head. Oh, it wasn't, like, a, a, straight, a like, pattern Yeah, this one was pretty straightforward. So, uh, teams must make their way... Uh, to the Janzanee Pier, mm-hmm. uh, where they will have to attempt to correctly stack a set of colored drums, no more than four drums high and not moving more than one drum at a time. Once a team thinks that they are finished, they need to grab the oxtail. The team that wins the challenge heads to the nearby pit stop. The team that loses must wait for another team to compete against. The final losing team will be eliminated. The battles um, are pretty straightforward. It is a very typical, like, not a very complicated puzzle. We see yeah. this puzzle all over the place. I've said this, I said this, and I we talk about this sometimes. Um, this is a very Big Brother challenge to me. Yes. Like, the way that the stacking is, it's like, this is the kind of thing, obviously, they would do, like, some stupid, like, big soft blow-up situation. For oh, Big Brother. yeah, yeah. Um, like, bright colors and all that. And add some, like, foam. And yeah, some stupid. <laughs> spray them with water. And, Literally, yeah. yeah. Some dumb like that. Yeah. But it's, like, a very Big Brother-esque challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, and I guess reading that, it doesn't seem like... I thought it was going to be one of those where you had to put the... You couldn't put a big one on a small one. And I thought that's what they said, but apparently not. Well, I couldn't decide because the big ones were already at the bottom to start with. Right. Which which does half the puzzle for you. Right, and so it says no more than four high, but there were only, like, two of each color. You can do four high any given poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seemed really easy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. There was the big drum and then two smaller drums, but I couldn't tell if the two smaller drums were the same size or not. One was, like, a little taller. And but, like, like that's... I don't think it was noticeable enough to, like, be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So a very easy puzzle that shows up in a lot of different reality tv shows like this competition shows not very complicated um so the order of the competitions goes as follows or i should say um only one person yes but also when phil's introducing this head-to-head janelle is just finishing the rolex challenge yes which is lovely yeah and there's no really way to tell because like so we didn't really talk about it, but the only two teams that did the fish challenge... Oh, yes. ...were Rachel and Alyssa and Janelle and Brittany. And Rachel and Alyssa were the last... Beside, were second to last to leave the um, market. But there must have been so much time between the two because I thought that Rachel and Alyssa and Janelle and Brittany were going to meet up at the fish challenge at one point. No. No. Janelle was so far behind. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Which ends up not mattering. No, and but, then also with this challenge, um, 
only one team member is actually doing well it. they're both doing the challenge but only one team member is physically stacking the drums the other can like help yeah, them which is not what they can do for other challenges right which is not it's not a roadblock but it's yeah. also like they're not working together on the puzzle they're like well they are but they're two different tasks yes yeah um so the order goes as follows the first challenge is tyler toiler toiler ship name tyler and cory versus colin and christy where tyler uh kicks colin's ass yeah Tyler is probably the fastest one at this challenge out of all the teams. Yeah, he really goes for it. I think part of this challenge is really looking at the drums before you even start and, like, mapping out your moves. You can't. They started facing backwards. But, I mean, like, I think they reset to the same every time. Nope. Oh, really? Nope. Oh, I thought... My bad. Maybe, like... Both teams get the same starting spot. But oh, I like think they, they were, for sure, yeah. But they were facing away from the puzzle before they started, so they don't they don't have time to look at it before it starts. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. But Tyler kicks ass. So Tyler and Corey walk to the pit stop. They're team number one. And they win a trip to Singapore. They do win a trip to Singapore, which is the first time that I've ever heard Phil like say, "You've won a trip," but then also add on that there's like optional excursions you can choose from. Which I'm confused because I feel like all trips would have that. But uh, this is the first time I've like noticed and specified that there's optional excursions to choose from. I think there's probably part of the ad read for Travelocity. That travel you can also book other like things through Travelocity. But I don't think it's ever been part of a prize that I've heard. I think that was just them explaining it. Eh, maybe. Whatever. Not a big deal. Um, so Colin and Christy have to wait for the next team to arrive. Which there's a few teams there at that point. Yeah. So, Nicole and Victor are the next team to arrive. So, then our next matchup is Colin and Christy versus Nicole and Victor. So, it's Colin versus Victor. Yep. Colin wins. Colin wins, but not by much. Victor almost beats him. Yeah. I think uh, Victor had, like, two moves left, whereas Colin had one. And Victor, like, hesitated for a split second, which... Which is why I got confused, because he was hesitating because he also must have thought that you couldn't put a bigger one on a smaller one. Yeah, because he was... The only thing he had to do was move two blue drums, but he was he couldn't decide which blue drum to pick first. Yeah. Which is where that came into question, where it's like, does the smaller one have to go on top? But then I also couldn't tell if there was a smaller one. Right. There was definitely a smaller one. Um, I think what it was, though, is that, like, one was, like, tall and thinner, and the other one was, like, wider and, like, a little bit shorter. And so, like, they were very similar. Okay. So, that was I guess he had to be there. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so Colin and Christy, uh, team number two, they get no prizes for this, turns out. No, no prizes. <laughs> Big sad for them. They were hoping to get team number one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, and then it was Nicole and Victor versus Chris and Brett. So he did, again, Victor versus Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor wins. He's got momentum from his last try. He knows what he's doing this time, for sure. Yeah. Uh, kind of kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, so Chris and Brett have to wait. And Chris and Brett decide to switch up the, the pairing now, so now Brett's doing the challenge, whereas Chris can help him. And Chris and Brett are now versus Becca and Floyd, which are kind of lower in the pack this leg. Yeah, they kind of fell behind. We didn't talk about them at all. No, they didn't really do, like, super great at any point. And I they think were they, middle. 
They fell behind right away because Team Fun, I think it was a taxi issue that they didn't show. Yeah. Because they were second to last to the mosque. Yeah, so they didn't do bad at all. Yeah. They, they just, just were behind broke. from the beginning. Yeah, just a little slower. Yeah, which I think is, I think I'm kind of getting sick of. Because Team Fun, they should have been in front the entire leg from being first last leg. If it I was don't an know, older... because it was an equalizer. But every single leg is an equalizer. Right, I know, but like that's what I'm saying. But if it's it like... wasn't an equalizer, Becca and Floyd would have been in front. True. Very true. I'm getting a little sick of that yeah. happening. But once you start recapping... Like, it's almost like there's no reward for being that's first. That's what I'm saying, other than a prize. Yeah, which is like fine, but it's like there's no reward for being second or third. Like, you don't get like, right. an advantage the next episode. Right, you don't get to leave anywhere earlier. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, but I suppose when we start recapping earlier seasons, that'll come into play more. Yeah. Which will be exciting. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so, Chris and Brett defeat Beck and Floyd, which this pattern is starting to arise where no one does this challenge more than twice. Yeah. If you um, lose, you win the next one. Very yeah. Very easy. And then, so, Floyd and Becca versus Leo and Jamal. So, it's again Floyd versus Leo. Um, Leo and Jamal do the same thing, though, because they lose... And then the next... They swap. Yeah, they switch. Yeah. So, Jamal versus Rachel. Yeah, Jamal Alyssa. defeats Rachel. Yeah, The first standard. time, which then, is standard, but I also feel like Rachel should be good at these challenges. <laughs> see, that's what I was thinking, is like... That's why I say this was a very Big Brother-esque challenge, because Victor was really close to beating Chris and Brett, or yeah. Colin and Christy the first time. Yeah. Um, and then... Rachel and Alyssa, I just felt like they should have been better because this is su- this is like a Big Brother challenge that they this would do for sure. This is quintessential Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it could just been that Jamal is the second time experiencing right. the challenge. True. It's also not a challenge that you have to be on Big Brother to ever have done before. It's just a puzzle. Yeah. So. It is just a stacking puzzle that are very common. Yeah. Um, the best part about this whole head-to-head is that the two Big Brother teams and the two friendly teams with each other... The bomb squad. ...end up finishing, or end up uh, challenging each other, the very last teams to be at this head-to-head. So one of them is going home. Very sad. I think it's added, like, intensity that it is two Big Brother teams doing a Big Brother challenge on The Amazing Race... Competing for last place. And also, they're friends. Also, they're friends. Also, it's the only two two women teams. Yeah, very sad. Also, we talked about this for a minute, but I am a little bit... I don't understand the choice of who was doing the challenge. So I guess I forget that Brittany is also a Big Brother player. She's not as iconic. She's not as iconic, but Janelle is... A challenge beast. Comp beast. Comp beast on Big Brother. Yeah, she can do anything. She that's where we, That's why we say Janelle can do anything. Janelle can do anything. And I just, like, I think she should have done it because Britt did this one. She did very bad. She did not Brittany do Britney did so bad. I was like, I feel like Janelle should have 100% done this one. Even though I feel like at this point, after Rachel doing it once already, uh, Rachel is undefeatable at this point. Right, true. I will so, say... Um, she just... She kind of blew Brittany out of the water, though. Rachel and Alyssa have been saved quite a few times this season. They got quite saved... I mean, this is the third time, I think. Third? So, they got saved by the original head-to-head. 
They did. They beat Corinne and Eliza. And they yeah. just never aired it. Yep, they didn't air it. So they got saved by that. And then they got saved by a non-elimination. Mm-hmm. And okay. now they got saved by this with their speed bump. I don't think that they got saved. True, I guess. Janelle did so bad. Yeah, That they, they would have beat Janelle and Brittany by two hours. True, it wouldn't have really mattered. If it was traditional. So only twice they've gotten saved this season. Nah, I mean, you're not entirely wrong. But I don't think that they would have had a hard time beating Janelle and Brittany in this leg. Right. But not because... Well, twice, I mean, like, uh, first head-to-head that yes. wasn't aired and the non-elimination. So they've been saved twice this season. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? I don't think they would have had a hard time beating Janelle and Brittany in this um, specific leg, but they still didn't do good this leg. No. I mean, they didn't really make any, like, mistakes besides having to do the mosque challenge three times, so I guess that could put them pretty far behind. Yeah, it was a pretty simple leg. How long do you think it would take you to count to 272? Not very long, but if I'm doing it while going upstairs and trying to focus on stairs, much longer. Winded. No, because I'm a jock. (laughs) Sure you are. I am in peak shape. Of course. I don't get winded. Of course you are. <laughs> so, no, no. No, I obviously, <laughs> okay. yeah, so no. Happy for you. So what I'm saying is everything that this show would throw at me, easy. Easy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, okay. it would have been hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, difficult. Um, so we kind of buried the lead a little bit, but we have an epic climax of this episode. The two Big Brother teams participating in this big brother challenge against each other uh rachel kicks ass the second time around at least uh defeats jill and Brittany, and they so lovingly walk to the pit stop together which i really really liked it was very sweet yeah um rachel and Alyssa are saved the second to last team to arrive whereas janelle and Brittany are the last team to arrive and are eliminated big sad Rip, Janelle and Brittany, mostly Janelle. I don't know Brittany that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a great leg, though. Yeah. I mean, Rachel and Alyssa still kicking it. Still yeah. trying their best. They... Last all-girl team. Honestly, if Rachel and Alyssa make it to the finale again, I'd be surprised at this point. <laughs> yeah, I would, too. But also not surprised because Rachel's done it twice. Which, I don't know if you said it on the episode last week, but you said it to me, at least. Where it's like, because Rachel and Alyssa are doing, like, not great, that just proves that Rachel's husband was carrying her the entire time. Oh, yeah, the whole time. The entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Which which Rachel's good at, like, competitions. But she's not great at, like, traveling. (laughs) She's not great at um, staying level-headed. You know. In high-stress environments, where I feel like Big Brother is less high-stess. I think it's... It's stress, but not in the same way. It's because stress, you're but you're not in control it's, of your stress. Yes, it's stress, but you're in the same environment the whole time. Yeah, and you're sitting on a couch talking to someone, whereas you're. I think maybe Rachel gets overstimulated. Maybe. by all of it, she gets very anxious, yeah. which I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I think the top three teams this episode are going to be our top three. So we have Tyler, Corey, Colin, and Christy, and Nicole and Victor. Yeah, I would not be surprised. I think that's the top three. I'd love to see Becca and Floyd up there. True. But I wouldn't be surprised if you're right. Yeah. I'm hoping. Okay, do you want some trivia? No. Uh, why 
Why would you say that to me? <laughs> Just kidding. You are being so combative today. You know what? It's a Sunday. It is a Sunday. Let me hear it. Okay. On with it. Whatever. Drama. <laughs> um, we talked about it right away at the top of the episode. Um, this is the first time The Amazing Race has gone to the country of Uganda. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the really the only other trivia that like matters is this specific episode was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Reality Competition Program. It was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, we really didn't talk about it, but Tyler and Corey had a very long, like, talk about... That does seem to make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, if you can get, like, some emotional, like, uh, stakes, and then have that, like, carry through. So So we we didn't talk about it at all, but Tyler and Corey were concerned that... No, I don't know if they were concerned, just kind of, like... They were having, um... Existential, like, sort of thought. Thought about the fact that um, it is illegal to be gay in Uganda. Yeah. And they are both very open and proud gay men. Yeah. And then they were talking about how, like, they have a lot of privilege in the United States, like, being able to be that way, open. At least not get murdered for it. Yeah, especially living in L.A. and, like, being, like, that kind of thing. And I was... I said this during watching the episode. I don't know. It seemed like more than that, like being overwhelmed by the thought of it. I felt like they were maybe a little worried. Not like actually scared. No, because they're protected by the show. Right. I don't know, but I think that there's also that thought that goes through your mind. Oh, for sure. And I think that's part of it. And I think, I thought for maybe a minute that they weren't allowed to say that they were like actually scared. Um, and then we did get a good moment mm. at the end of this episode where Tyler says, you know, just because a country has a law, that doesn't mean that all the locals everywhere believe in that. Right. And so it's very different. Mm-hmm. And Which I, that was very happens much here all the time. Emmy. Emmy. Which it was nominated for an Emmy, I assume, because they had that whole arc at the beginning and then won the episode. Yeah, I think so. That's like nomination, like equation... That's how it works. So, if the episode gets nominated for an Emmy, does that mean that Tyler is nominated for it? Okay. Nope. Nope. Just the people who make the show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Good. I mean, it is a lot of editing. I mean, the show can get nominated for casting, mm. but the cast members will not get an award. Oh, yeah, because the, ca- the person on the cast has to get nominated. That makes sense. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a category. Well, yeah, because Emmy has, like, best daytime TV, like, um... Actor, actress. Actor and actress is different than a right, competitor. I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like the yeah. actual person. So the person who casts the show can get nominated, but not the people who are competing on the show. Exactly. I think. I'm not an Emmy expert, but I think that's how it works. Anyway, good for them. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else about this episode that you wanted to talk about? Um, Solid episode. I'd like to see Becca and Floyd back at the top. Same. I think their teams are getting really screwed over by every leg being an equalizer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's all. Good episode. Yeah. Um, shout out to my grandma. Obviously. Follow us on Twitter. At Amazing Recap. Send us a voicemail. Leave us a message. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Any top three predictions if you don't already know what happens. If you do know what happens, uh, give us like a hopeful top three. 
Yeah. Yeah. Your okay. favorite, just your favorite teams. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give us your favorite teams and tell us why it's Becca and Floyd. Very that. Yeah. Or, and if it's not Becca and Floyd, you're wrong. I don't know. I like Team Fun a lot, but also uh, Victor and Nicole. Big fans. Yeah. Big brother. Big brother. <laughs> All right. Amazing. <laughs> Talk to you on Thursday. Goodbye. <laughs>